Did I ever tell you guys about the time my cat fell in the toilet? Oh. No. No, but your cat's relatively new, so... Yeah, they don't it. know the rules of toilets yet, as in no. don't go in them. Oh my god, I have four kittens in my house! Why? What, Is that I, enough? I thought you couldn't afford more animals, and then no, you guys I... all of a sudden got more cats. No, we're fostering. Oh. Okay. We're not keeping them. We are uh, fostering. Are you doing air quotes? Because I can't really see what you're doing. No, I'm not doing air quotes. We, Lyle moved all of his computer rig out of his office downstairs because he hated that office. And so we cleared the room and now it's we're going to foster animals for the Humane Society like on a regular rotating basis. So right now we have a mama cat and four kittens. Mama cat's probably going to go back to them here in like a week and a half, two weeks. Hmm. And once the kittens are weaned and then once they can get neutered and spayed and have their shots, they'll go to, go to homes too. We we are very serious. Like we cannot afford to permanently keep any more animals. Because the Humane Society provides like all the food and litter and stuff. We don't have to pay anything. Um, but we're, nice. we are not permanent. We, we have enough animals like permanently. Yes. Yes. I we have plenty. We want to give them good, happy more, lives. More than one is... <laughs> Is, seems like a lot to me. I have two. Oh, no. fine. I mean, we never intend. We don't intend to have kids. Like animals are going to be our kids for the rest. Yeah, of Yeah, for kids. Not literally. Never mind. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs>
I'm great. I feel like I'm having an identity crisis. I mean, I understand. I too, when I came into my voice, felt that everything changed. Um, but you know, it, it's different for all of us at different at different stages of our life. Well, Rebecca, I was feeling a little generous today, so I was wondering if you would want to host the podcast today instead of me, Martin. Oh, well, me. <laughs> I thought you'd never ask. <laughs> I've been waiting for this moment my whole life. The long-awaited RP episode. <laughs> can I be Daniel? Sure, you can be Daniel. <laughs> Canada, Canada, Canada. Go There's away. no charity in the NBA, Canada. <laughs> Go away, Daniel. Martin, you're using my phrases, okay? Only I can tell Daniel. Oh, I'm away. sorry. I sometimes forget who I'm supposed to be. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. My voice isn't as smooth today as it usually is. <laughs> ah, motherfucker. <laughs> everything, everything all right over there, Owens? Oh, yeah. No, no, no. I'm playing Mario Tennis. Don't mind me. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, well, what are you playing today, Michael Owens? <laughs> pl- I, I have a lot of stuff on the fucking agenda today. <laughs> I'm excited. I like the word fuck, too. <laughs> yeah, we know. We heard it in the code open. Fuck, fuck. Fuck the fuck. Oh, man. Well, as Rebecca Valentine, I would like you all to know that I've been playing Pokemon Quest. Um, because whenever a Pokemon game is announced, I can't help myself. I must play it. Oh, my God. In in Just in general. I gotta at least check it out. So, I've been playing Pokemon Quest. And Nintendo done Nintendo'd. Um, Yay! So as you're as you're playing Pokemon Quest, you reach a certain point in the game where you can no longer play Pokemon Quest, similar to their Fire Emblem Heroes and other games like that. But instead of being able to be in app and make a purchase, they make you go all the way to the eShop in order to be able to purchase additional time to continue playing the game that you already downloaded to play. Now you have to go back to the eShop to get and spend money to play some more. Wow, that sounds like a game that I, Martin Ben, would never want to play. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying it might or might not make very little sense the way that Nintendo has organized this game, but it's still Pokemon at the end of the day, so... Um, and it got got over a million downloads I was looking at some screenshots of that yes it did because I would never play that game ever Um, and it doesn't look a little bit like Minecraft only with Pokemon yes yeah yes well and here's the other thing the things that you buy in the eShop are just to speed up your the amount of things you can do so like you can cook more you can build more things quicker but it still means you can only play the game up to a certain amount of time, and then you have to put it down for a bit until you can play again. So okay, I'm sorry, my my incredulity here is just like over the top, and I gotta like break character. Martin, have you actually played Pokemon Quest? <laughs> no, I listened to somebody else talk about it. <laughs> like what the fuck? You're like saying everything that I would have said about this game. Like like that was that was the most perfect Rebecca impression you could have possibly done, as far as my feelings about that game. <laughs> you know, I. I, too, feel the need to call upon Pokemon from time to time. So I, I too, can can be Rebecca when it comes to Pokemon things because Pokemon Crystal is the best. That's all I know. 
I mean, if you want to keep going, I can see if you can guess what I would say about Mystic Messenger, but I feel like you don't want to take on that burden. I don't know what Mystic Messenger is, despite me playing it all week this week, apparently. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. Oh, Mystic man. Messenger actually came out, I believe it came out last year. I think that's right. It's I'm, I'm a little late to the party on this, um, but it is a uh, mobile game. Party, party, um, it's, a, it's a visual novel. Um set in basically a messenger app and you join this messenger app kind of coerced into joining it and there's this group of most mostly anime dudes there's a chick as well um and they are part of this fundraising group that's trying to throw parties to raise money for charity um and you kind of take on the role of their new party planner um and over the course of 11 days in real time you have to do a variety of things you can participate in chats and try to date one of the other members of the organization um, you have to try to send these emails. They're like multiple choice emails, basically. Um, these emails to convince people to actually show up to the party so they can donate money. Um, and then you have like these other individual chats with the different members of the organization. It takes place over 11 days. At the end of 11 days, you get the chance to basically restart and try to pursue a different person. Um, but there's kind of this overarching narrative that goes on between the different routes that you can take to the different characters. Um, for instance, you can only unlock routes with certain characters after finishing routes with earlier characters and there's just like this there's a whole mystery there's some kind of weird things around like hacking and all sorts of other <sighs> stuff but i think the, i think the really cool thing is that it takes place in real time so you'll be going about your day and then you'll your phone will beep and you'll look at it and you'll have like a text message from one of the members and they'll talk to you and then you can go about your day some more and you can you can actually miss chats like they'll ha they have chats at like two or three in the morning and i'm like fuck that i'm sleeping guys <laughs> that's why your party is not going to be attended by Badoof. We should probably talk about this stuff while the actual podcast is going, shouldn't we? This is the podcast. This is the podcast. Oh. This is the podcast. Uh, I thought the, the I other thought... thing was going to be the thing, and then, okay, hello. Hello, Daniel. How are <laughs> we you? We already said. <laughs> I thought that was all a big joke. I mean, it was, but. I mean, oh. we you all already did the intro. We're, we committed I, to it. We committed to it. <laughs> well, I, I broke character. I'm sorry. I, edit this out. To. <laughs> I, I this out. I'm gonna start screaming. Would you feel better if Martin sang the song too? Oh man! I think I would, but at this point, it's not really about my feelings. <laughs> As a famous movie actor once said, "It doesn't matter what you think." <laughs> Canada. Oh man! <laughs> Talking to you, Canada. Oh man! So um, I actually, um, as, as you, Martin Ben, me, Martin Ben, have, sorry, I ruined it. Have played Rise of the Tomb Raider today a little bit. Whoa! Um, have you I've, not played it yet? I've literally only ever played the opening intro scene where she's like wow. climbing ice and everything. I why did you stop? Because it came out stop? at a it came out at a weird time. Like it was. Uh, and it was on Xbox first, then it came to PlayStation as like the whatever anniversary edition. And then I can't remember what else came out around the same time, but something was competing for my attention. And it's also at that weird time of the year towards the it was like November when it came out. And the end of the year is always the biggest, like busiest time at work. So yeah. it may it mainly just became like, oh yeah, I'll just keep playing this other game that I'm already playing and I'll wait till I have time. Well, you know, three years later, finally oh. found time. 
Has it really been three years? Nah. Or two years later, I think. Yeah, I was about to say, because I remember reviewing that game, so it couldn't have been three years ago. It's at least it- a year or two. So is there a photo mode? There's not a photo uh, mode. But oh, with... why are you even playing the game? Well, yeah. see, I have this new TV that has 4K and HDR. So that uh, has now made me go back and revisit every game that I have. Right, <laughs> like you were trying see. you were trying to play Swords of Ditto and like <laughs> you were talking about how Swords of Ditto look better in 4K and I'm like, what does that even <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it doesn't make any sense how it would look any better, but it did somehow. Um, so, yeah, it's been two years since Rise of the Tomb Raider on PS4. Um, three years since Xbox. Um, but, yeah, so I've been going back and playing, like, just looking at a lot of games. So, you know, uh, it's weird to go from, a, like, so I had a 40-inch screen in my in my living room, and now it's a 55-inch um from a 1080p to a 4k hdr tv um the jump is pretty massive (laughs) on some games but other games that already look good like it's just more like they look sharper so like horizon already looked great because it was super sampling from my playstation 4 pro onto my 1080p screen so now just being blown up on a 55 inch screen it's like wow it looks even better but it's mostly just that there's more to see. Uh, <laughs> and and so, like, I, I turned on God of War, and there's just, like, way more colors that I can see now that I couldn't see before. Um, so, yeah, there's a, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of little subtle things that you catch uh, when you make the transition. But that's mostly what I've been doing. So I did, like, um, a hub area in uh rise of the tomb raider it looks good it's better in frame rate mode than 4k mode so (laughs) that's what i put it back to anyway um so yeah so that's that's what i've been doing uh michael owens i know you're currently playing mario tennis aces but uh how how how's your week been for things you've been trying out well, I, I stopped playing now since the podcast has actually started. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> I, uh, I, yeah, I've been just now playing uh, Mario Tennis's uh, online tournament thing that's free because I was without power last night, mm-hmm. so I couldn't play it. So far, so good. I'm one match in, and I lost in a tie <laughs> in a tiebreaker. So. Game the games are yeah uh i don't <laughs> absolutely rigged just like real sports uh i'll i'll right, have, probably have oh my god so <laughs> i'll have more extended thoughts on it eventually when i play a bit more of it uh so far fun though uh other than that pokemon i played pokemon quest and uh for about an hour and then mm-hmm. i got sick of it yeah and uh, it's something that I don't think is like awful, but I also think it's something totally mindless that I would probably play in the background of doing something else. Or mm-hmm. that game or- is coming out on iOS, like it's on the Switch, which is fine. But that game's coming out on iOS and Android, what like in June or July or something. That's where that money, that game's gonna make money. Yep, exactly. Like that is such a mobile game, and honestly, like I, I don't hate it. It's not, it's not really my thing, but it reminds me a lot of Pokemon Rumble. 
Yeah, um, it does. We were, about talk, we were about talking about that. When we yeah, off. it's like it's like Pokemon Rumble, but you can like set it on auto and just ignore it. So I'll like turn it on while I'm like watching. I was watching One Punch Man earlier, and I had Pokemon Quest like just going. Yeah. So uh, again, not awful, but you know, it's an hour of my life that I won't get back. What are you gonna do? <laughs> uh, Dragon Ball Fighters. Vegito and Zamasu both came out this week. I haven't had a ton of time with both of them, but they're both very fun. Uh, okay, Vegito, how many Vegitas are there? There's like Vegeta, and then there's Vegito, and then there's like Vegeta. Blue Vegeta. So Vegito is the combination of one combination of Goku and Vegeta, and then there's another one that's Gogeta that will probably not be in this game, more than likely. But yeah, Vegeta Blue is just. Super Saiyan God, Super Saiyan Vegito. It's very confusing. Dragon Ball is way more complicated than it has any right being, but that's okay, because the animation at the end of Super was fucking great. And Vegeta, she's Vegeta, he's Vegeta, you're Vegeta. Yeah. You're Vegeta. Well, you're, 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 I just know that I keep getting PR emails about there being Vegeta in Dragon Ball. Yeah. Um, There's way too much Vegeta in this podcast. And <laughs> I'm just kidding. God. God. I'm just kidding. Uh, I, I finally got Assassin's Creed Origins this week, and okay. I am, I'm less than an hour in on that, so I'll have to talk more about that when I actually beat the game. Does it have the same problem as some of the others with the first hour where it's like you're literally not really doing that much? Uh, yes and no, but I also haven't played an Assassin's Creed game in a while, so maybe mm. I didn't notice it right away. But yeah, I have to get back to you on Origins, but uh, I've heard from many people that it is very good, so I'm excited to deep dive into it. But the big thing I played this week was Street Fighter 30th Anniversary Collection. Mm. I reviewed it. The review's up on the site. And TLDR, it's a great collection considering it has 12 games. They all play fine. There's some extras or some extra art and all this other stuff. But the online sucks in this game. It, it is inconsistent. Like, I would rather mm. it be really good or really bad, but the fact that it's like a mixture of both makes me feel even worse about it. Mm. Uh, there's not to mention there quite a few bugs and glitches that I found, and I, I would like for the game to have been a little more fully featured because they've released games before, like, in collections. Like, most recently, they did Third Strike Online and Marvel vs. Capcom Origins. Both of those games, I believe, were made by Iron Galaxy. But they had, like, extra trials and missions and achievements and all this other stuff. This collection doesn't really have... Like, the only trophy support it has is if you beat all the arcade ladders and a couple of hidden ones. But there's no platinum. Which is kind of disappointing, to be completely honest. There's not a whole lot, unless you love Street Fighter, or unless you're going to like play the versus mode a lot, there's no real thing keeping you coming back unless you want to keep playing the ladders. I will say this, I think it's a great game for the Switch, because arcade ladders like that work great on the go, when you right. don't have to play online against people, 
That's right. awesome. Like, I would love to have the Switch, like, pop it up in the office, take out a Joy-Con or something, and play Third Strike. That blows my mind that I can do that in 2018. But that all said, like, it's okay. I would recommend maybe waiting on a sale on it just to see if it'll go down to $30. But I think at $40, it's a bit steep for what you get, unfortunately. But I still I still want a Marvel vs. Capcom collection like this, even though I don't think it will happen. It seems that that fell flat for you, because I feel like that... That, that seems like a missed opportunity. I mean, I'm not into Street Fighter, but I saw that and I'm like, wow, that sounds like a really, really great idea. I'm glad they're doing that. Yeah. No, I was excited. The fact that Third Strike, like, you could play Third Strike online on something other than the PS3 or not have to get a Dreamcast to play any of the other threes. Like, that's amazing. That's great in concept. And the whole, and there's also the argument on Twitter about art, quote unquote arcade perfect gameplay, whatever. You're not going to notice it if it's arcade perfect. Casuals aren't going to notice it. I've seen a lot of people that say they don't really notice it either. It's maybe like, a, it's a weird whole delay thing. You'll have to go look into it about, it's mainly about Third Strike. It's nothing really to do with like Super Turbo or any of the other games in the collection. But yeah, it's just a bit of a missed opportunity from Capcom. And considering their track record in recent years, it's not too surprising. But I I can't help but wonder that, because Iron Galaxy, I, I looked into it, because I was curious as to why they weren't doing this, because Capcom had gone to them in the past. They had been working on the uh, Switch port of Skyrim, and Extinction, I believe, was their like original game. And then I think they had a title. I'm like, man, they were really busy, so there's no way they could have done this. But if... They really want to do a versus Capcom collection, especially after the way Infinite turned out. You're going to want to get somebody like Iron Galaxy who has done fighting games and uses GGPO netcode, which means it has good online generally. You're going to want to get them to do it. Uh, no, no offense to Backbone, the artist formerly known as Backbone Entertainment, which is Digital Eclipse, but I feel like with something like Marvel, especially if you're trying to generate goodwill toward that community with a collection like that you're gonna need to bring your a game so uh all in all it's it's a good package but again i would maybe wait on a sale like at 30 dollars, i think it's a steal to be completely honest except for the original street fighter that game can <laughs> that game that game can eat all of the shit <laughs> all of it that game is awful i don't know how did like playing that game will make you wonder how in the world it got a sequel and because it was a quarter munching monster in 1987 that was a lot of money back then good grief yeah but goodness yeah street fighter theory it's, it's, it's all right hmm i'm still weirded out by the count like, i i a collection like that definitely needs like a ton of like behind the scenes stuff or something like that. It, do, it, it does. It okay. has that. Okay. But th- there's, but none of it is like unlock. Like you don't, you can't beat arcade mode with a certain character and unlock this certain art. Like Street Fighter Five has that, mm-hmm. but 30th anniversary collection doesn't have that. It has this kind of like cool timeline of everything. <laughs> and what's really funny about that timeline is that. Mm-hmm. It talks about the rise of Chun Li, the movie. Oh, <laughs> but they 
but they skip cross Tekken. Amazing. Like, how how do you skip cross Tekken? That was such a big deal. And the game, like, the game wasn't terrible. It just suffered from Capcom being Capcom. <laughs> and putting DLC on the dip back in the PS3 days. Yeah. So that that's my whole thing. Street Fighter Theory is alright, but um and I'll come back to it occasionally and I'm pr- I probably am gonna get it on Twitch because I, I do like the idea of playing Third Strike casually on a tablet. I think that's just dope. Mm-hmm. But if you wanna you wanna play it online, uh Fightcade is probably still your best option until this gets fixed. If they even fix it, which they They'd be dumb not to, because Street Fighter is like one of their biggest franchises. You would think that they would try, but I keep rambling on because I, I'm waiting for a segue to get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be, I'll break the you, you does, You've gone so far into territory that Montana and nothing about that we can't help you. Yeah, I, I, I'm peeling the curtain back because well, I need a segue. You got to bring it all the way back then, because the only thing we need to do is ask Monte World Peace. We're at what were you doing to bring about world peace this week? Oh, um, I had the week off. So a lot of fucked up shit happened. <laughs> <laughs> but outside of that, um, I, I played a lot of my usual games, which was Pokemon Go, uh, watching Bridgie play Skyrim, and then played Math Boku on my phone. Mm-hmm. But outside of the beta of Link's S in a thong, I played Stardew Valley for the first time. That was cool. Link's okay. Ass. Okay. I oh. love Stardew Valley. Do you love Stardew Valley? I do. I fished for four hours straight. Y- yeah. Yeah. You, you I actual have lived that life. <laughs> right. <laughs> I got the third, the third uh, fishing rod, and I put a lure on it that helps me get treasure chests. And when you're trying to get the treasure chest, the fish doesn't get away from you, and it's really cool. Hmm. That's it's my awesome. life. It's a great game. Are you are you like doing anything? Are you like farming? Are you like, do you have well, a cow was, or a chicken? Are you gonna marry somebody? What are you doing? I'm trying to marry Sebastian, but we uh, played uh, a multiplayer game. I had uh, me and five friends were doing a thing. We actually streamed doing it. I had a bunch of people in the room we're in right now all playing it at the same time. It was really fun. Um, I enjoyed it because I didn't really care to farm. I got a dog that was cool. I named it Matt. And I just fished the whole time. So I got all the money that everyone else used. And it, it, it was good. It was fun. I recommend it. Fishing game. Stardew Valley. I love Stardew Valley. Sebastian, Sebastian is a good choice for marriage. Yeah, unfortunately, uh, one of the people I'm playing with knows how to woo him. I don't have yeah. a clue. So he, okay, he's just um, nasty to me. Um, I should know this. What did I... T- how did I... I get his attention. I don't even remember. Like you can feed Abigail rocks and she'll marry you. That that's fucked up. That's okay. <laughs> I'm I'm just waiting for the Stardew Valley update that makes the game into like Sega Bassmaster. <laughs> I would enjoy that. I would also enjoy that. I'd actually play Stardew Valley if they did that. You played it anyway. It's <laughs> wow. a good game. Wow. Wow. Fans. Wow. Wow. Okay. Wow, Monta, Monta, save us! No, I'm are you playing going. any? Are you playing anything else? Are you playing uh, anything else? No, as far as new games, I am not. That's it. Stardew Valley. What Fish is game. math? You're not going to talk about our tall boy in Pokemon Go? 
Oh, oh, yes. Okay, so Pokemon Go is a game where you walk around with your phone and catch Pokemon, and they've been having an Adventure Week thing, but outside of that, they put in their first Alolan form, which is Exeggutor, except he's about as tall as a skyscraper, and you can't see his face unless he attacks you. And hmm. I caught one, and um, I named it Pikachu. So I, this, have you this. named all of your Pokemon in Pokemon Go Pikachu? I remember you were doing that for a while, I think. I, I kind of stopped because I forgot I was doing it, but I'm back in it now. Okay. It sounds like back so- on your bullshit again. That sounds oh, yeah. like something I would have done if I ate. Yep. Back on my bullshit. Um. Alolan Executor, the second best Alolan form. What's the best one? Alolan Raichu. Fuck yeah! His tail is a surfboard, and he, he eats pancakes. pancakes. He's the best. You know, so- I agree. He's pretty cool. The eyes kind of creep me out, but. I can get past that. No, no. That, no, that it adds to it. <laughs> it adds to it. It's part of it's part of the aesthetic, man. It's part of the aesthetic. Hey, Martin, did some rumors happen this week? Rumors <laughs> did happen this week, man. Now the question really is, which one do you guys want to talk about first? Because we got a we got we got a lot of them, um, a lot of different ones. We can go um, with uh, what what Rebecca Valentine has an opinion. Oh, I was just gonna say like. I don't know that there's much to say about Assassin's Creed necessarily, except Ubisoft made me laugh really, really hard on Friday. But but it's an Odyssey, yes, see. Yeah. So <laughs> so Assassin's Creed Odyssey leaked like in the morning or something. Like a bunch of people like th- there was like some merchandise or something. There was a photo that they got leaked, and then there was something else that got leaked, like a logo. I don't even remember what. But it got leaked, and it was credible enough that everybody was like, "Oh yeah, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. It's gonna take place in Greece. It's gonna be like an Odyssey, like the Odyssey, like Homer's Odyssey. Ha, mm-hmm. great. Yeah. Um, I think and like I've... like Ubisoft in all of their glory. Like I mean, they could have done a whole bunch of things. They could have just. Like, most, most people, when things leak, they just, like, completely ignore it. They don't do anything about it. I mean, that was, like, a logical way to go. Um, they could have just, like, dropped the trailer earlier than they intended to, which, like, maybe isn't a great choice, but it is possible. But instead of doing any of these things, they just posted, like, a GIF of what I... I, I don't know if that's, like, from an existing Assassin's Creed game or if that's actually from Odyssey. Um, I'm not up on my Assassin's Creed. No, that, that's but, like, from Odyssey. Is that from Odyssey? Okay, so, like, the, the character... Oh, because it's, like, a Sparta joke. Um, so like the the character in Odyssey like kicking some some person off of a cliff like the this this is Sparta guy, um, and just saying you know we'll we'll show this at E three, right? And it, it's, just, it's just like this this delightful little middle finger like fuck it yeah you guys figured it out great all right we're, it, it's real we're gonna show you E three it, it, like, it made me laugh so hard you like kicked him off of a cliff yeah like it's not even a little pit he just kicks him off he goes full Heihachi on that shit. And just yeah. kick them off a cliff. Just I like, just, fuck it. It is great. That rules. I just, the thing I worry about with this, as cool as the setting is and, and as neat as some of the uh, other rumors about the game that are, uh, I think Kotaku was reporting it, but yeah, as, as cool as all that sounds, I'm worried that Assassin's Creed is going back to yearly. I mm-hmm. hope that's not the case. So, because they need to take more time with these games because Origins apparently proves that they so should do that. Here's where I'm going to throw in a little bit of my newfound skills in a different segment of the industry. Um, I was looking at like the Ubisoft financial reports or whatever, and there's, their plan for the year, as they have shown their investors, is to have three releases. Um, two of them we know about, one Skull and Bones, the other one's what, like the Crew 2 or something? I think that's yeah. right. 
Right. Crew 2 is um, coming out pretty soon, yeah. Yeah, and then there's a third one um, that has not been announced yet, or wasn't at the time of the investors meeting. And the third one, I believe, and I, I don't have it in front of me, so I don't don't quote me on this, but it was phrased as something like a new franchise or a new series or a new IP. And so it's not it's not like they wrote new Assassin's Creed game. It's like some other thing. And that's for the that's for this fiscal year. That's so, probably that might be Starlink. Yeah, well, but they've already announced that. So well and, and that's like major titles too. I mean, I don't know if they have like smaller ones too. But my my general impression is that assuming there is an Assassin's Creed I mean, yeah, there is Assassin's Creed Odyssey, but I don't think we're gonna see it until twenty nineteen, I guess. It'll be out by the end of the fiscal year, like because that's March of twenty nineteen, yeah. So it could be but out that, between now and then. Well, but that that was their plan for the fis- for the remainder of the fiscal year. Is it did not say anything about a new Assassin's Creed game. It didn't say anything about uh, an, an unannounced title in a known series. Like it has, they have three games planned for their three major games planned for the remainder of the fiscal year. Yeah, well, we'll we'll see that in what Beyond Good and Evil two. That's not really Beyond Good and Evil, but okay. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Like I could be just reading that wrong, but that was my impression of it. Maybe it's Death Stranding. <laughs> Ubisoft publishing Death Stranding. Yeah. It changed hands in the last three years. Yeah. I mean, that was another one of the rumors this week, right? That Death, St- Death Stranding makes sense after five to six hours. <laughs> I think they Koji- had said Koji- that before, honestly. Wasn't that a headline somewhere? Kojima just learned French instantaneously. Right. <laughs> oh, man. It's him. Well, the the most interesting part of the the Odyssey rumor was definitely that there'll be male and female avatar builds, um, as well yeah. as like branching conversations. Um, so like instead of your character just following along on a path, you'll be able to interact with it, which makes me think that the time off that they had was obviously used to improve Origins, but they've they were always having multiple studios working on Assassin's Creed at once. So it seems like they may be following a similar cycle as Call of Duty, where they have like separate studios with a head studio leading development on one. And after the one comes out, then they ramp up development on the next one to finish it the next year. So Ubisoft has a lot of studios. They, there's... <laughs> but we're putting women in video games now. I know, man. Oh, oh, uh, no. You know, oh, they had to no. hire all of two extra developers to put a woman avatar in the game and animate it. That's, uh, that's, I personally don't think those resources were used efficiently. They're wasting those development uh, resources on that oh, instead of but, putting them but, towards a battle royale mode. Exactly. But, <laughs> but Assassin's Creed would never do that. Oh, wait, Syndicate had male and female avatars. And nice. so did uh, so does Origins. Like I guess there's another there's a female character in Origins, isn't there? I think so. I don't know. I, don't I believe know. there I'll is. Have to I don't know more. if you can play as them though. I can't keep track. There's so many women in video games now. So, oh. so many women <laughs> with, with, with their with their uh, wire hanger arms. Who knew that this was what that. the binders of women were? <laughs> uh, <laughs> did you guys know that Metroid's a girl? <laughs> Shut Both. up. Don't, no That's one cared real. about that. No one ever cared about that until that you guys made real. it a big deal. Other M never happened. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh man. Um. So anyway, uh, speaking of things that n- never happened, um, the uh, Fallout has never happened, but Fallout 76 apparently will be. 
Um, I don't really know what this game is. Everyone, the Jason Schreier is pretty staunch on the fact that it is not a single player f- in, uh, RPG f- from Fallout. Like a multiplayer survival, like Rust kind of thing, is what he said. Like yeah. base, like base building kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And it is confirmed. We we should note that it was confirmed by Bethesda. Yeah, yeah, it is. Like, it, it is. It is legit. It is a game that is happening. The game is legit. We don't know for sure. I mean, like, I don't think that Jason Schreier is talking out of his ass or anything, but that, that no, hasn't no, no, been, no. it hasn't been, like, officially confirmed that that's what the game is. That it's a Rust kind of game. No, but yeah. I feel like it is going to be something different for Fallout, which, after 4, it kind of needs it. Kind of needs a little shakeout. I was, I was actually thinking it would be a little bit longer before we saw anything else Fallout related that wasn't uh, Shelter. Yeah, or a mobile game, but okay, yeah, sure, go for it. You still have Fallout Four assets oh, and go nuts. People, people freak the heck out about Fallout. They'd be silly to waste any more time on doing something. Well, so we might as well talk about how this happened, like how we got to this point. <laughs> so Bethesda, which is a weird thing. Which Bethesda, I think, what was it on Tuesday or was it Wednesday? It was sometime this week. They put up a live stream of uh, the Please Stand By thing. And everybody starts freaking out because that's what pretty much they did for Fallout 4. Right. But what happened was that it went to a TV and a Vault Boy bobblehead and it just sat there <laughs> and hours. sat there for hours with like little like random incidents in between. Like there was like the, uh, there was a little Vault Boy puppet dabbing and all this other stuff. Yeah. Like random employees <laughs> were walking back and forth. Yeah. The, like Pete, the, H- Pete Hines was pouring in some liquor. Like, uh, the dabbing really got me, though. At that point, I was like, okay, whoever is still watching this, come on, guys. You, uh, you well, got to have something else to do. <laughs> well, about 150,000 people apparently didn't have anything better to do, <laughs> uh, which is what that stream had, uh, viewership-wise, when I was looking at it. So they finally, I think Todd Howard finally showed up and was just like, can, can we can we give it to them now? Have they waited long enough? And then <laughs> the trailer happened. That my favorite is this quote from Pete Hines talking to. It looks like The Verge, I think, is right. They, like like they talked to him about like this whole stream, and he says we have had over two million unique visitors to the stream to watch. I don't know what nothing. <laughs> yeah, nothing. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. <laughs> and it was the best. There's been a lot of people being very candid about what's going on with their games this week, and I love it. Yeah. But, yeah, um, it, it, it's been funny because it's more or less like uh, everyone complains that they don't say anything, so now they're just like, oh, you found it. Yep, that's the thing. That That's that's what we're doing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you were saying, oh, I'm sorry to be interrupted. Oh, no, you're good. I mean, that was, that was basically it. It went on for about, um, I think, eight or nine hours. Like, it was a long stream. I, it went on like I I turned off the internet and like went and like read a book or something and then went to bed and didn't like look at it and then I woke up the next morning and I think that was like the same day as Pokemon or like close enough to Pokemon the news cycle was such that by the time I logged on for the morning and started looking at what the news was Fallout seventy six was no longer like the the main thing in the news <laughs> no so about, it was not so about halfway through the day I like talked to my one of my coworkers and I was like wait so did we ever figure out what the Fallout thing was and he was just like oh yeah Fallout seventy six did you not pay attention to that and I'm like no no, no. <laughs> like a whole week I don't know what's going on anymore. No. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, 
It's it's funny because, you know, I've never been into Fallout, so literally that was like a okay, I guess Fallout's doing something. Um but I think the funniest part was when Obsidian was like, How do you let someone down easily? <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag it's not us. <laughs> Man, people want a sequel so bad and they have every right to want it because new vegas was good i i think my favorite part about this week before e3 nonsense is like just the rampant stupid speculation and like everybody knows it's ridiculous too but they just go for it like that whole seven eight hour stream or whatever it was people talking about people, people saying everything from oh yeah it's fallout 5 to like temper your expectations it's like fallout shelter 2 or something yeah like well, like just of- yeah. Well, a lot of people started thinking it was because uh, Fallout Three came out ten years ago this year, so yeah. people were thinking that it was going to be a remaster of Fallout yeah. Three, which is fine. It's not the worst thing in the world, but switch it's nothing Fallout. for that. Yeah, I, I still think that's probably happening too. But it would it take was up nothing... a whole five minutes at the Bethesda press press event. It really would, but I don't know. It's, it wasn't something to get, like, this kind of hullabaloo about. Like, I, I think a brand new Fallout game that's not really a Fallout game is, I guess, enough to generate that. Yeah. But yeah. we'll see We'll yeah. see at E3 at Bethesda's probably underwhelming press conference. I mean, it'll be weird for for them if they make this, like... Um, it's supposed to be a survival MMO, not like just the MMORPG, but more along the lines of like Rust and things like that. Yeah. Um, so it'll be weird if their two biggest franchises are then embroiled in like these epic years long expansions that are going to happen, obviously. And yeah. people are going to keep waiting for that Elder Scrolls 6 and Fallout 5 or whatever. And I mean,. It doesn't well, seem like they're any closer to an Elder Scrolls game than they well, are to well, with ES, well, with, well, with ESO, like, it's not Bethesda Game Studios themselves doing it. Like, it's another... They have another studio on that. So it's not like Beth- BGS is, like, taking assets from themselves and working on ESO. Like, they have a whole other team for that. Fallout 76 is being made by BGS. So... That's also a very interesting wrench in this whole thing, is... yeah granted they're probably working on something else and elder scrolls as we have been told is a ways away right like i i don't think we're getting another elder scrolls game a brand new elder scrolls game proper for a while from the language we've seen it's just like bonkers I, that they take so long with that though like i i i think i i've been asking like are there any platforms left that skyrim is not on uh, I mobile, iOS, and Android. Yep, mobile. <laughs> yeah, right. just wait. Uh, just give. I was to say, give it two years. Give it two hold years. my hold my beer, fam. We're gonna be celebrating the fucking tenth anniversary of Skyrim <sighs> by giving it to you. Yeah, On Skyrim is almost ten years. <laughs> Skyrim is almost ten years old, people. I still haven't beaten it. So my my nephew was like, someone online was like. Pick a thing that was the number one song um, when you were 14. And then I was like, Jesus Christ, that was f- over 14 years ago. Uh- <laughs> so I found out yesterday the, um, the episode of SpongeBob where they sell chocolate. 
Yes, mm-hmm. it's that the best SpongeBob episode ever. Sixteen years ago. Ooh. Oh my god, Ooh. that is old. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Uh, today well, is if you rub actually... some chocolate on your skin, you'll live forever. Today is actually my birthday, so I am twenty. What? Happy birthday! Oh, uh, you just dropping that in the middle of the podcast. Happy birthday, man! Happy birthday. Well, I wasn't myself when I started the podcast, so we would, have, we would have done a much more polite cold open if we had known. Why are you hosting yeah, Rebecca, the podcast and tell us it was your birthday when you were Martin? <laughs> Why are you host- why are you hosting a podcast on your birthday? Oh my god, man, go eat some cake. Um, so I've been Wong. up since about five thirty this morning, so I've had a pretty packed day for the most part. You know, doing some hiking, doing some uh, massages. I have gotten okay. some Starbucks, read a book, and I've been out. I've been out and doing things. And then after this, I'm gonna go out and have some fun. So I mean, we're, we we got time. We got okay, time. That, that all sounds pretty boss. Well, happy birthday, man. Oh, I thank you very much. Thank you very much. Good job. <laughs> My days start and go long. That's how it all works. <laughs> I may also be old and take midday naps now to make this happen. <laughs> There's no shame in that. Uh, <laughs> anyway, moving back to the topics of the show. Uh, <laughs> the other uh, rumor that we got were a couple of leaks, uh, E3, I, I don't even really know what to call it, but just like pamphlet things or whatever that looked like somebody made them, but also looked like they could be legit, which is where the Fortnite will be coming to Switch rumor came from, um, along with the Dragon Ball Fighter Z as well as a couple of other games. Um, but I don't want to put too much credence to this um, outside of the fact that it looks like Paladins um, was also seen to have, uh, I guess, Nibel reported that somebody had data mined in Paladins and found Nintendo Switch accessories and things in there. So it seems like the the big free-to-play games are making their way over to the switch now to play online as well so yeah and, and fortnite also got rated by the uh, korean ratings board so yeah i think like that's that's mainly like the point of legitimacy on that one is that like a couple outlets have confirmed that several of the games on it are like actually things yeah i think i think it's just uh there's some of them that are obviously going to be outliers where you don't think that they may not be you know the exact names of things um, <laughs> but yeah. I'm very curious to see how Fortnite on Switch ends up growing because there's not a lot of like online multiplayer play all the time type games on there besides, um, or that I can think of besides like Minecraft, Splatoon um, 2, Splatoon 2, Mario Kart, uh, Mario Tennis Aces is going to oh, be pretty you know online focused. They're going to have that stupid voice chat app with Fortnite, aren't they? On the Switch. <laughs> and You're this like, is why you play it on Discord. Yeah. So, like, I don't know if that'll actually make Fortnite better or worse because you won't be able to talk to anybody you're playing with, but you also won't be able to talk to anybody you're playing with. Or hear them. That's the biggest yeah. thing. Yeah. Because I, um, was, I was just playing yesterday and I was, I'm not even a, I, I don't play Fortnite. It's a, it's a game that I haven't downloaded because occasionally I get uh, a choice paralysis and I can't make a decision. And I'm just like, I'll just turn on Fortnite until I feel like playing something else <laughs> or until I can decide. 
um, and there was just a little kid who I don't think he wasn't saying anything, but he was just talking to someone the entire time. No one else was on the mic. He's just talking. And you're just like, okay, this is happening right now. (laughs) And as high a pitch as possible. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, I once played an Overwatch, Overwatch match where somebody had voice on and they were listening to, I think, like a baseball game, either on TV or the radio or something, like mm-hmm. at full volume. And so we could just hear everything that was going on. And about three quarters of the way through the match, someone came on voice and was like, hey, would you mind turning that down? And we got no response. And we just listened to this game the entire time we were playing Overwatch. <laughs> who won? Yeah, who won? I don't fucking know. Our team? <laughs> Your team? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we won the ba- we won the baseball game and the Overwatch match. I didn't realize they were the screen lookers. Look at that. We're in <laughs> wow. we're prime time now. We're, we're uh. in there. But as far as like everything else on this uh, on this sheet, Dragon Ball Fighters, I will mark out if it comes to Switch. Are you telling me I can practice combos on a Joy-Con anywhere? Yes, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I want that. I'll gladly double dip. Fortnite, cool. Um, Monhan Gen Ultimate we knew about because that's double cross. We we knew that was coming. Uh, FIFA 19 I think recently got confirmed to come to Switch, so yeah. that's also pretty legit. Killer yeah. Queen is interesting because for those who aren't aware, Killer Queen is like this arcade game, a ten-player arcade giganto cabinet hmm. that exists. And I think it's like a shooter of some kind. I can't really quite remember what it is. But I, I remember it because it has this big-ass cabinet. I'm interested to see what that would be like on Switch. Mm-hmm. If it's like supposed to be this 10-player thing that's happening. Um, Starlink, I assume it's probably going to be at E3 because that's Ubisoft's whole Toys to Life deal. Paladin's not surprising. Overcooked. The fact that Overcooked may be getting a sequel makes me very happy. It does. Overcooked is awesome. <laughs> Overcooked is hype. Um, Game I haven't I've played still it on Switch. Played. Nor have I. You should. Monty, you would really good, like especially, it. Especially with friends. You should it's absolutely play it. Yeah. Uh, it's As like, video games tend to, yes. It's like I'm not gonna 15 get bucks. Oh, well, yeah. okay. And then Mario Tennis Aces. So the whole deal behind this is that it's supposedly an order form for, uh, like, show floor signage. So that's why you see, like, the 8X and the 2X underneath the games. And with Fortnite and Mario Tennis getting the most, seems to make sense. Considering Mario Tennis comes out, like, two weeks after E3, and Fortnite would be easily the biggest news, third-party news to come to Switch. Right. By far. So... This could be for demo kiosks. This could be for a whole lot of stuff. So I, I'm going to paint this one legit. There was another one floating around with like with Fire Emblem Reawakening. <laughs> that one I call very much into question. Yeah, it's mostly because Reawakening is a terrible name for anything. It's And that would imply like Fire Emblem Awakening, which we yeah. already got enough of. Like, <laughs> th- no, the new the Fire Emblem game is going to be a brand new Fire Emblem. It's not going to be a rehash. It shouldn't be. Yeah, yeah. I I was mostly thinking of it in the sense of being like, 
um, it's anytime something has like re in front of it, you're just kind of like, okay, so we're waking them up again. What? what why would we do this? It's like why a fucking Park title, right? Oh my god, like, <laughs> awakening and <laughs> awakening from sleep, deep dreams, uh, <laughs> from the distance, uh, <laughs> birth by chains. <laughs> Uh, so in, in other Switch news, they had um, some Pokemon announcements. So outside of the uh, Pokemon Quest, um, they announced first uh, w- that we can just quickly say is the full-on Pokemon RPG that's in development will be releasing next year in the second half of 2019. Um, but for this year, they will have Pokemon Let's Go, which will have two versions, Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Pokemon Let's Go Eevee. Um, which one are you all going to buy? I don't know, uh, man. Team Pikachu Eevee or Team Pikachu? I, I'm I, Team Pikachu for life. So, like, like this is this is super dumb, but, like, it depends. It's, it's supposedly a yellow remake, right? Mm-hmm. Only with, like, a few more options. Mm-hmm. Um if they let us evolve them, then I'm gonna go with Eevee. And if they don't let us evolve them, I'm gonna go. With they they've said partner Pokemon are not evolving. Okay, then I guess I'm getting Pikachu. Who wants yeah, they, a fucking Eevee? They yeah. said they said like a Eevee. lot of. Hey. I love Eevee, but I love evolving Eevee. Like that's a sucky thing, right? Like it's Pokemon Yellow. It's only Kanto, so it doesn't even get to evolve into like the cool shit. So they like they said a lot of stuff after the event. And after I wrote the news article in App Trigger, so as it happens, yeah, as because there was a whole like two like online is going to be weird. Um, I don't think there's going to be wonder trading. No, I think it's probably going to be like self-contained. Is what it what? Well, except with Pokemon Go. Yeah. And I, I, I'm I don't really know. okay I with like, that. Like, like, as far as I'm concerned, they said they're bringing, like, a more traditional game next year. And if they weren't, I would be like, okay, maybe, like, only add one new weird thing at a time. Oh, yeah, 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 for sure. Like, but I'm glad they... They're doing they the just... more traditional thing. Yeah, I'm just like, fuck it. Like, go crazy. Yeah. Try, try a bunch robotic. of mechanics. Do a bunch of weird things. See what sticks. See what people like. And let's just have a weird Pokemon Go Pokemon game and bring people into it. Yeah, I mean, I don't understand. Yeah. I'm glad they came out and just said, hey, we're working on Gen 8. Gen 8 is a thing. But for this year, let's do this thing instead. And people just got pissed. And I don't know why. And the whole like, oh, it's not a core Pokemon game. Like, who cares? It's Pokemon on Switch. Have you ever seen Pokemon look this good? No. No. I, okay, oh. I actually, that's like my one negative Nancy moment is I really hate the art style. I think the art style is ugly. <laughs> it's like, well, so like there's cute, right? And then like I thought most of the Pokemon games and their art style was cute. I thought X and Y was kind of meh. Um, but like I, I really have liked the art style so far. Um, but this is like devolving into the kind of Square Enix chibi thing they started doing lately where everything just has like huge heads and weird eyes and it's like a little blocky. <laughs> And I just, I just don't love it. And I, again, like if they're doing another a core Pokemon game next year, I, I'm kind of hoping that this is just like a one-off thing they're doing to kind of make this more kid-friendly and appealing to like children. I really hope that this isn't like their Switch art style because well, I really hate it. Well, this is actually way more to appeal to like the people who play Pokemon Go who yeah. haven't really jumped into a core Pokemon game. Oh, this yeah. is like a re. It's, 
I call it more of a reimagining because I don't think it's a direct remake of Yellow. I th- I think it's a reimagining of That's what true. Yellow was, with obviously two versions. And yeah, I I think it's made. And in fact, they even said this: like it's made to be more of a like sit down on the couch and play Pokemon on a TV kind of game, whereas. Gen 8 is going to be more focused on quote-unquote competitive play and quote-unquote portable experience, like more traditional Pokemon. Hmm. So we'll see. But I'm excited because I want to play Pokemon on my Switch. I don't don't mind a yellow remake because that's the one version that really got kind of left out. Yeah. Dude, there's co-op, man! There's the co-op was weird though. Like, no, I, that, I love that's it. my that's my negative Nancy thing is that the co-op is like. Well, but again, like like think of who it's for. Like it's for, oh, yeah, those, for sure. those younger kids. Like that's the kind of thing you could get like a parent and a kid together and play play it like that. And, and you can only play it with you can even play it with just one Joy-Con, which that's, is kind of kind of nuts. That's nuts. And I then, love uh, I love that they're working. So, like, they, they have a problem, right? Like, the Pokemon company has this issue where they have this grown-up demographic of people who, like, grew up with the games and loves them, but it's kind of, like, a little jaded about them at this point. Like, oh, man, they're the same every time. Like, they're they're trying to appeal too much to kids. You know, they're not... I'm not as interested anymore. I like Pokemon, but what do I do? But then you also have these little kids who are just getting into it, and you have to, like... They now have to make games for both groups at the same time, and it's really, really tough line to walk. And so I, I respect all the different things they're doing to to mostly successfully get adults and children playing this like twenty what twenty two, twenty-three year old thing together now. Yeah, and people like discounting Pokemon Go. Yeah, falling off here in the States. But everywhere else, it's ginormous. It makes so much damn money. It's not even really falling off that much here in the States. I mean, yeah, you don't have, like, giant mobs of people out in parks like you did when it first came out. Pokemon Company had the second, I think it's second best, like, yeah, I think it's second best financial year on record last year. I would note, too, though, like, for Pokemon Go, like, their events, at least around me, have been working great. Like, the last, like, community day, yeah, uh, when he went out and playing, like, every single lure that could be applied somewhere was applied in the town we were playing in. And I hadn't seen that in a long time. So they know how to engage the people who are still playing, even if it is just kind of haphazardly every once in a while. Yeah, from what I understand, they've made like great leaps and bounds to fix the game ever since that uh, Chicago thing <laughs> that happened, uh, which is good to hear. And once I get a phone that's not a crappy iPhone 5S, I will probably actually hop back into it in anticipation of Let's Go. But... Yeah, I think, like I said, at least they came out and said, yeah, we're working on Gen 8, and that's the game they were talking about at E3 last year. This yeah. Let's Go wasn't the game they were talking about. So. It was not. So a year from now, we will probably be hearing about Gen 8, which is A-OK with me. And then there's, like, the Pokemon, the, uh, the little Pokeball Joey-Con. That was a neat little thing. I, yeah, it's neat. It's cool tech. Again, I'm glad they're just doing weird ass shit. But I am like so waiting for the first Reddit post of you know, uh, today I fucked up by throwing my Pokemon Joy-Con controller into the TV. Yeah, I am. I'm waiting for that. That might be me. It probably will be you. Let's be honest here. Uh, I'm. I'm. Yeah. Yeah. Strong grit. 
That's why they tell you to wrap the thing around your wrist before you play it. <laughs> that has not changed since the Wii. No. <laughs> that was a very sad note. Have you had that problem before, Rebecca? Oh, I just don't. I don't use the wrist straps, but I also don't throw my Joy Cons. So. Not even sad. Did you guys see the uh, leaked like beta sprites that came out? Oh, yeah. oh, Space World. Is that so? Is that confirmed real or is that? Oh like... yeah, those are legit. That is from a that's from a demo at Space World, like nineteen ninety seven, I think, of Pokemon Gold and Silver. Silver. So yeah. it was like I mean, it was just like a short show floor demo version, but they got like the actual thing, so they were able to like data mine it and take it apart. And see, like, all these old Pokemon that never made it. Like, they were planned for gold and silver. They were programmed into the game, but they never made it. Like, some of them, some of them are old designs for Pokemon that did make it. So, like, I think one of the ones that people have been talking about a lot is uh, Remoraid and Octillery. Like, Remoraid is a fish, and Octillery is an octopus. And their designs just, like, kind of seem stupid. Like, a fish evolving into an octopus. Octillery kind of sounds like artillery, but it's literally just an octopus. But you look at their uh, original designs, and um, Octillery was a tank, and Remoraid was just a gun. Like, like a fish gun. A Remington, so I think, fish. probably where it came from. Yeah. And, and they the, did. It's just, like, so incredible. Like, some of the baby Pokemon are, like, super cute. Cyndaquil was totally different. Like, there's a whole bunch of cool shit. Like, there was a Leafeon back in Gen 2. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. posting it in general. They, uh, they did my boy pretty dirty. Say that again. What? They did my boy Bayleaf pretty dirty. Oh like, yeah, what ba- where Bayleaf is supposed up. to be? Not like a, sick. There's like a Ditto I, evolution that's like super fucked up. The Porygon yeah. evolution's adorable. Oh it yeah, it, it looks like, like that character, that lion from Bleach. Actually. You, can, yeah. you can, you can see very early Suicune, Raikou, and Entei. Yeah, one of them looks like Nina from Full Metal Alchemist. Yep. It's that seriously it like great. It's I actually downloaded the thing um so I could play it and it's in Japanese, so I haven't quite figured out how to get it to work yet. Like I can just walk around in like this tiny area and I've got a Chikorita, but I can't there, really there, do much else with it. There are people working on translating it from what I understand. So. Yeah, I'm I need to like find I just I just need to sit down and like do like ten minutes worth of reading and figure out what I need to do get it to like function because i can only i can't go any farther than this tiny area and i know people have gotten it to work better than that but it's it is really cool yeah that's probably a reddit post somewhere but yeah that that was a neat thing i'm just i'm still kind of looking at poly look at poly toad i know right look he actually looks boy. like he evolved he makes sense right he looks like he evolved yeah. from poly world she's chilling and then uh beta version pre-marina over here fabulous absolutely fabulous God, man, Feraligator got done dirty, too. <laughs> I like the ghost that looks like double-headed sperm. <laughs> oh, my God. There's, a like, a voodoo doll in there. There's, uh... That's definitely supposed to be a ghastly evolution. Yeah. Um. There's, uh... What, what else was in there that was just really fucked up? There's, like... There's, like, this bird that's, like, this beautiful, adorable white bird on one side, and then, like, this the, terrifying face on the other. The, the licky tongue evolution, there's, uh... Um, there's, like, a bird named Madame, I think. The, there's the, um, the slow, the slow king Pokemon that he wears on his head. Yeah, it's literally that's just his own. Himself. That's an actual, just its own Pokemon, yeah. That's wild. <laughs> it's, it's seriously bonkers. Like, I sat there, like, looking over it. That so thing has times. that thing has at least nine hundred defense. It's so at cool. Least. Okay, sorry, Martin. What is the Pikachu that looks like it has Fabio's hair? 
Uh, which one? Papachu. In the in the top row. Which one? Um, uh, it's it's the one that looks like he's got oh. Goku's hair flowing. That's old. Isn't that old Cyndaquil? Is that how the evo- evolution went up? Oh, in the like top a, row. Yeah, the red Cyndaquil. one on the top row. Yeah, that used to be Cyndaquil. That's what's... That used to be Why the fire starter. I remember that too. looking completely different. It does look. That's the, not what it, it looks does. like in the final. Yeah, they changed yeah, it completely. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. These were like beta Pokemon. Oh yeah, look at fucking Noctowl. He's got like a pidgey face. Yeah, Noctowl's the look, sickest. Like, He's like, fun. just completely stupid. Girafferig has like it, it's like backwards. This is I, I can't get over how incredible this is. I I'm love glad to this. see. This I'm like just glad to see. Ampharos never change. No, and that's fine. He's great. Like I yeah. actually like Beta Hopip and Evolutions better. Okay. I think it actually looks really cute. Hitmontop also looking real mean. Yeah, Elekid is adorable. Okay. Like a... Okay, I, we gotta stop. But this fun. is great. I love this thing. Emo guy in the in the blue emo one in the bottom is that's Sebastian. Sebastian, that's his name. What? Sebastian. Blue, that's Seb. that's that's Sleekin. <laughs> I was confused in Stardew Valley. Sorry, he's blue. He's emo. Uh, moving forward, uh, PS Plus June will give you XCOM 2 and Trials Fusion. I don't know if you guys have any particular thoughts about those two games. I Zero. hear XCOM is good. Uh, um, uh, yeah, I hear XCOM is good, too. Uh, Trials Fusion is great. Go play it. It's good. Mm. Um, then the Xbox games with gold are Assassin's Creed Chronicles Russia and uh smite gold i have no idea what smite is but the assassin's creed chronicles games were not what i thought they would be yeah (laughs) they're they're a thing though um but i know smite is like the uh it's uh what is what's the word i'm looking for it's a moba yeah moba yeah it's like a more action-oriented moba that uh its characters are like de- like all sorts of deities from all sorts of different cultures and religions and shit. Except Christianity, because I guess Jesus isn't available for we Smite. We can't but put Jesus in a video game, you- guys. Oh, guys, really? we can't do that. Really? Are you sure about that? We can't Boy, put Jesus in a video game. Let me find in the year this of our Lord, here. Rihanna, twenty. Man, we can't put <laughs> Jesus in a video game. Huh? What is Fight of Gods then? <laughs> <laughs> I remember that trailer. Jesus Returns trailer? Oh god, yes. I gotta watch this. Yes. Yeah, you do. Jesus you in a fight in a fighting game. Fighting hold on, hold on, Buddha. I'm watching this. <laughs> he saved us all. Uh, <laughs> yeah, oh, we're actually this, doing it. This video. <laughs> Though, two thousand years ago. <laughs> ah, I had it playing. Shouldn't have done that. <coughs> oh my god! Yeah, and he he is awesome. That was great. I like how he takes the cross, breaks it in half, so he got two <laughs> hammers. Though, <laughs> so he's got hammers. I mean, I can I can talk for hours about this. I grew up Catholic, and there's like I I love watching this. This is like probably realistically a very theologically consistent interpretation of Jesus. (laughs) But homie, though, homie, he breaks the. (laughs) 
he breaks That's such the a Jesus yeah, thing to do, right? Though, like, it, like he's supposed to, you know, come back from the dead and like be a total badass, right? And like, you know, liberate everybody from the devil. Like, that's such that's such a Jesus thing to do. But like, <laughs> imagine though, like, really, like he still got the nails in his arm, like in his wrist, though, and and <laughs> and he's yeah. beating folks up with the wood from the cross, like. It's absolutely amazing. Love yeah, it. Yeah, Fight of Gods is eight dollars on Steam. You should go buy it. It's real, real stupid fun. <laughs> really incredible. Oh man, I love how he has God rays coming down. Like that's one of his superpowers. He's just flying across the stage. <laughs> oh man. Anyway. Yeah, he he would be OP. Smite like he would just have to be OP. Yeah, uh, and apparently Smite Gold is like regular. So I guess that's a good thing. Okay. That's actually insane. Um, so the next thing is uh, Lego DC Supervillains was announced, which is... Okay. Um, are we tired of Lego games yet? Do those games, like, sell... I mean, obviously they sell well enough to keep making them, but... Are we they're not tired very... of those? They're, they're, no, they're, 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 they're very great popular. For... Yeah, they're very popular and they're very good for kids. Yeah, like, they're, like they're small quality, children. Quality, yeah, I mean they're not my thing, but they're like really quality games for their demographic. They're great. Yeah, I feel like even kids' games die eventually, though. But then again, Just Dance is still going, so who am I to judge? Uh- <laughs> and Le- and Lego will never die until like Bionicle finally gets a full cinematic movie. And Lego then, games like, are. Lego games are also, like, the closest that we really have anymore, for the most part, to, like, uh, successful licensed games. Because they usually kind of coincide with a movie, like, for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, I think, like, all the time they coincide with a movie. The um, that- and so the, there's, like, kind of tied to, like, the sales of that movie, right? Like, the movie's really popular. Lego, like, Batman or whatever is popular. So you have a Lego Batman game, and it does really well. Like the fact that Lego can get the license to do DC and Marvel games, and they both come out at like nearly the same time to each other is like, huh? What a weird world we live in. I know, right? Like, you know, you you can't get Marvel or anyone else to play nice with anything else, but you can certainly actually. Now that I think about it, um, yeah, because they have Wolverine and all those in in the games too. So it's like they have the X Men and like like. You know, Lego gets the best of both worlds, really. So if you if you actually want to play as the X Men, you gotta buy a Lego game. Who knew? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Next up, we have uh, Team Sonic Racing. Um, so I'll, I'll let you run with this, Owens. This is uh, is this like sequel to the this previous is... Sonic Racing game? Uh, oh, this is my wheel. Okay, so you'll notice that the Owen type siren hasn't gone off. That's because I don't know how to feel about this because we know soon. Okay, so Sonic and All Stars Racing Transformed is the best kart racing game I have probably ever played. Right? It's very, very good. And the same developer doing that is doing this. Apparently, it's like team based, but it's all set in like Sonic universe. So, no weird, kooky Sega shit. Which is kind of what made Transform really good. <laughs> is that it had like a track. It had Afterburner stuff. It had all sorts of weird old Sega stuff. But now you're just going to confine it to Sonic. And it's like, mm, 
man, you're, you're already losing the charm that that game had. And uh, I, I have no doubt that the game will play good and it'll be fine. But as far as am I excited for it? Not particularly, no. But uh, apparently it's coming out this year and uh, you can blame Walmart for the leak. <laughs> we can blame Walmart again. For Walmart is really they're on a roll this people. year. Walmart, Walmart just needs to have people. Walmart just needs to have their own E3 press conference at this point. Like <laughs> that's just what needs to happen. Right. So yeah. uh Team Sonic yeah. Racing, yeah. Team yeah, it's not Sonic Racing. It's not the Sonic R sequel that like two of you wanted. It's not the Sonic game that we asked for, but it's the Sonic game that we deserved. Yeah. Just, yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know either. But one thing I do know is that Battlefield 5 is coming out this year. Um, And this will feature a new mode in which players will be riding in a plane and jumping out of it onto a map. That will feature other players on. It. Okay, I'm just kidding. It's not. But, it's, but Martin, it's, <laughs> but Martin, will this will this mode be historically accurate? Because I need it to be historically accurate. You know, I need my video games to be historically accurate, please. You know what's hilarious about that? They then later came out after the trailer and was like, "Yeah, this is an alternate history of World War II," and all of that bull that came out. No, after no, 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 no. No, what they said was it's a never before seen take on World War II. They never said anything. Alternative history. Absolutely oh, okay. okay. Yeah, they never they never no. said alternative history. They to, said, I mean, to their credit, that like their guy was like, "This is you know, it is what it is. Like we're yeah. we're we're putting women in it. We're putting uh, character customization in it. You know, yeah. that's what we want to do. They're, we're going to do that with everything going that, forward." And that, and that mentality, but it also comes with a trailer that and we'll just talk about Battlefield Five because we didn't get a chance to talk about it. That event was the biggest waste of a half an hour that I've had in a while. <laughs> because I... Including the Bethesda reveal? <laughs> beca- mainly because... That was nine the hours. Game, that was different. Oh, yeah. Game, yeah, this was an hour. So this was like 30 minutes of Trevor Noah talking, which, uh, yeah, it's taxing enough on my brain as it is. But the whole thing is that it led up to the gameplay reveal, which was almost not gameplay. I don't buy that that was gameplay at all. I buy that it was footage, for sure. I don't buy that any, hardly any of that was gameplay, though. No way. I'm going to have to see some live stuff at uh, EA Play for me to be potentially even on, remotely on board. And even then, um, it's coming out the week before Red Dead 2. So, uh, nah. No thanks. And it's weird, too, because it's sandwiched between Black Ops 4 and Red Dead 2 in October. And, and that's just, like, the worst time for your game to come out. Like, the absolute worst time. All right. Um, sorry about that, guys. Um, I think yeah. I did. Oh, did I, did I die? Was I still heard? No, I you heard you. Heard. I oh, okay, okay. I, I just sorry. had to. I wasn't looking. <laughs> I wasn't oh, responding was at the silent. time. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Everything was silent. I'm just like, uh. No, yeah. I like, don't care about Battlefield. Yeah, neither. Yeah, yeah. And Battlefield. And the thing is, Battlefield One was really good. And uh, yeah, I just uh, 
Well, I'm kind of iffy on it. I'm most interested in Battlefield at the beginning just to see all of the crazy things that they put in the game. Because, like, Battlefield kind of goes all out with destructible environments in ways that many other first-person shooter games are now, like, catching up to, but don't really do all the time. Um, like, I, I don't think I'll ever forget. I don't remember if it was Battlefield 3 or 4 when they, like, dropped that building in the trailer. And, like, you see the guy, like, running away from it, and you can just see it falling and breaking apart piece, like, floor by floor. And I'm just like, that's pretty cool, man. Oh, uh, that was lie. four. That was four? Yeah that, yeah. that was four, yeah. I remember losing my mind because I love Battlefield 3. Yeah. And when they announced Battlefield 4, I'm like, oh, man, this is the hypest. And then it ends up, the game actually ends up being really good. So I need to go back and play right. that. Damn. Yeah. Um, so I've, I've liked the things that they do with Battlefield. If I was good at first-person shooters, I would certainly play it. Um, but I just think that for the new mode that they have coming out, this airborne mode, I just think it's funny because it's like it's it's not Battle Royale because the whole point of the mode is to try to take planes down. Um, and like you like parachute out of the sky and then try to use anti-aircraft guns. So that's cool. But ultimately, at the end of the day, like everyone's just kind of waiting just to see, like, are they going to do it? Are they going to do it? Are they gonna, are they going to do the is is Battlefield going to have battle royale mode now? Oh man, no, <laughs> I, I don't, I don't think they're going to do it. I think they're just going to stick to their guns and be Battlefield, and that's cool. Yeah, but I if mean, they do, they do. <laughs> then oh well. Well, the funny part is, is like if they did it, it would be like. Oh yeah, well, I mean, Battlefield's been kind of doing this anyway. Um, like you've already had these huge sixty-person maps that people are on, so like yeah. just adding the concept of oh, well, now it shrinks. Isn't that bad? <laughs> Isn't that well, that's, still, deal, that's you know? Well, that's the thing. Like, like I was talking about the Call of Duty thing, where it's like, oh, our blackout map is like the size of like forty-something nuke towns. And I'm like, dude, Nuketown's not that big of a map. Have you played Nuketown? Have you played your own game, Treyarch? Have you played it? Right. Like, like Battlefield at least can tell that, oh, yeah, our, our Battle Royale map, you know, uh, hypothetically speaking, is the size of blank, blank. Then, like, okay, that's actually pretty big because your maps are actually quite large and in charge. So... Um, yeah, Battlefield 5, man. I, um, I can't really bring myself to care right now. I need to see more. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that's ultimately what it comes down to at the end of the day. Um, but, you know, before we get out of here, we got one more thing to cover, which is there's a new Intellivision console. Um, <laughs> it's, Yay. Uh, <laughs> the story on this is just so fucking funny too well and it's it's nice like it, it's i put it under your side eye column and and there is a lot of side eye here but there's also like some niceness here like i learned a lot about video games i guess that i didn't know before so mm-hmm. intellivision um decided that they're they're making a new console i i guess um and they they did this like they, so they had the the console, the Intellivision originally, which was like I think it was a Mattel thing, um, and it came out as you know like 
3 million sold, successful for its time, you know, pioneers and stuff. Great, you know, great, great for what it was at the time. I, I didn't game back then, so I don't really know. Um, but then they just like kind of fell off the radar, right? Like, like in television hasn't done anything. They've licensed some of the, their world in television games to other things. So you can like still play them in different places. Um, but they've just like been really quiet. So the company like basically made a comeback this week and th they announced that they're doing this with a new console, which I, that's like the side eye portion of this because like who the fuck wants an Intellivision console in 2018? Like what they didn't like give any details as to what this was actually gonna be or like why we should care or what games are gonna be on it. They like made a big deal about how they had a whole bunch of people working on it that were people who worked on it originally. And so they're like trying to make a big deal about how it's both classic and modern or whatever. Um uh, but I think like the coolest thing is that the guy who's now in charge of Intellivision who's making this announcement, um, is like he he hasn't really, from what I can tell, done like anything with consoles before. Like, he's a video game music guy. He's the one who started Video Games Live. Um, mm -hmm. And he's, he's done, like, a ton. He was part of this huge group that got together and did, like, a ton of work to get video game music recognized in the Grammys. Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. he's, he's, like, a big video game music guy. His name's uh, Tommy Tallarico, I think is what his name is. Mm -hmm. um, and so that's, I don't know. Like, it was really cool to read up on him because he's done some really, really good work in, like making video game music visible as a part of like art culture and i think that's awesome but I, I think it's like really funny that this guy with this particular you know like resume or whatever decides that he wants to bring back the television yeah. of all things of all things well given that for some reason the atari on indiegogo got over two million dollars back i'm i'm yeah. not too sure he's not right maybe there are people who want this i mean that alongside like the the snes classic and the nes classic i mean it probably it won't do the same kind of numbers that those are gonna do but i mean there's an audience somewhere for it who knows Only especially in a, mm -hmm. i was gonna say especially in a world where like in television flashbacks exist in a world where coleco vision flashbacks exist these are like like basically the precursor to the NES and SNES Classic were these little flashback systems where you could just plug it into your TV and play it. Like, there's even an Atari one. Doesn't I don't know if it has like, any big notable games on it, but I know it has like a lot of games on it. Um, but yeah, it's just odd that in a world where those things exist and are perfect, are for the most part perfectly functional, that this kind of thing exists. I mean, I, I'm not going to diss the hustle because, you know, do what you want to, man, if you're going to make money. But I just find that a little strange. Well, like, the weird thing is that the release didn't... I mean, it indicated that it, they, they were kind of, like, trying to do some stuff like the way they had done it in the past. But it also seemed to indicate that this was not just, like, a retro console, that this was, like, actually a new, brand new thing that they were going to make. Like... Like, the implication was maybe that it w might have, like, new games on it, potentially. I, I don't know. Like, I guess there's going to be... Hold on, let me read. Um, they're going to announce more details on October 1st, um, which is, hmm. like, a really long way off, so I don't... I mean, I guess I guess mainly the announcement was that, hey, Intellivision still exists and they have a new president. Like, I guess that was the main, like, bulk of the news. Um, but... I think my favorite part is like the email they sent out. They're encouraging people who are interested to sign up for for updates 
And if you are like one of the first thousand people to sign up for updates or whatever, you will get a chance to purchase a limited edition of whatever this is. I'm in. So like, like if you sign up for their stupid email list, then you will get the opportunity to buy something from them. Like, it's just like the biggest, this is silly. You sound skeptical. <laughs> just a little bit. I mean, I don't know. I wasn't like, I did my first thing was like a Game Boy Color and then I got a GameCube. So I was not anywhere near, I'm not the audience for the Intellivision folks. I don't think. That's the question though. <laughs> Who exactly is the audience? I, I don't know what the console is. I couldn't tell you. But like the name and television, like th does that, that, that's like the seventies, isn't it? Late seventies. Yeah. Um, you, 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 would, you would be surprised you as someone who's worked in gaming retail in the past couple of years, I could tell you, you would be surprised at the amount of people who were, are actually looking for something like this. Yeah. You so would be surprised. That's the thing with like the SNES Classic, right? Like, yeah, there's a bunch of like hardcore people who really want to get that, and they're like all the people who are sitting there refreshing Amazon, waiting for it to come on. So that you was know, me. Like, yeah, like you. Um, but I heard a, like so much disappointment from like friends, friends that I don't think of as gamers or that don't consider themselves gamers, talking to me and telling me, "Man, like I saw that, and those are the games that I played growing up, and I was really hoping that I could pick one of those up so I could share those with my kids." Like, they're people who they're not going to buy a Switch, they're not going to buy an Xbox, like they don't. They they don't game like they might have a Wii still that they sometimes play Wii Sports on, um, but they were really interested in those retro consoles because they were kind of like a staple of their childhood and they wanted to share that with their families and that was just I knew so many people like that, but because they weren't able to sit there and refresh Amazon all day, they were never able to get their hands on one. Yeah, and and these the type of people that would come to the store I worked at would be like people who come in to let their kids walk around and look so that they would shut up. Sorry, yeah. parents, you do that, and it's fine, but just know that you do that. <laughs> Feel however you want about it. But, uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know. It's it's weird. Gaming is weird. Gaming is so weird. Gaming is very weird. But what's not weird is that it's about time for us to get out of here. So, Michael Owens, tell the people where they can find you can find me right trigger.com and on twitter at real mike owens uh street fighter 30th anniversary review was up that is readable you should go check it out for my very much my extended thoughts on the game as well as look out this week for some e3 prediction stuff Ooh. have uh i think i have ea yeah play so i'll be predicting ea play and uh god help me Alrighty, and uh, <laughs> I'm doing. Uh, I'll, I'll get to that when it's time for me. Rebecca Valentine, tell the people where they can find your lovely face. This is the first time I've gotten to talk about this. Um, I'm on Twitter at Duck Valentine. You can now find me in a different place than before, um, covering the industry at GamesIndustry.biz. Um, I will also be. I'll probably be out of the podcast for a couple weeks. I am attending E3 um, as kind of a one of my last like freelance things that I'm still doing, like as a part of me moving around a lot um for mobile nations uh, includes multiple sites but if you follow me on twitter um i'm sure i'll be posting like a gajillion things from the show floor for the next like week or so so yeah check it out did i say my, did i say my twitter you yes did. Did. Yeah. yeah quack and... <laughs> quack 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 quack
quack, quack. I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> we're taking it back to the Mighty Ducks. Uh, <laughs> Redkowski, where can the people find you? You can find me on Twitter as well at Monte World Peace. Um, you can find the stuff I do on Fansided. Uh, I have a column called On a Scale of One to Basketball. <laughs> hey, even if you don't like basketball, go read a stupid column. It's great. <laughs> That's the, it's so uh, funny. Wow, you called it stupid. It is stupid. No, it's I agree with gloriously that. stupid. It's smart, <laughs> it's smart stupid. It's so good. And I'm also going to be starting uh, doing a, the fan-sided gaming Twitch channel. So go cool. watch people do that. So is it like a continuous, like it's always going kind of stream? Yep. Um, but as far as I can, t- I only got added to the group today. But as far as I can tell, it's like a group of I think about a dozen people. People sign up for slots between I think one p.m. and two a.m. Eastern time, yeah. and uh, try to keep it going uh, more or less constantly for those thirteen hours. That's sick! Wow, that's cool. Yeah, should be fun. That's a that's a neat thing. So, E uh, three prediction show hype. Is, is it time? It is time. Woo! I, I, I thought you had something coming after that. Oh, no, 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 no. no. I was... <laughs> Quote. And oh, then, yeah. Okay, we leave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, I was waiting. I was about to... <laughs> I was about to get out of there. I was. I thought you had something coming. Uh, anyway, you can reach me at gotmab21 on Twitter. You can find me talking about Sony and Square Enix and what we can expect from them this coming week on apptrigger.com. You can also find the show on SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, Google Play, TuneIn. Um, you can find us pretty much any RSS feed that you want. Um, and you can send us feedback at screenlookerspod at gmail.com or you can reach us on Facebook or Twitter at screenlookerpod. So with that being said, you are here and it's beautiful and escaping isn't always something bad. And we're going to get out of here. Good night. Good night.